Welcome to episode 164 of Podcateers. This week we talk about Javier not being able to sleep because he's thinking about Pokemon. Some Disney princess films are coming back to theaters. We talk about a short student film called In a Heartbeat and a new Abraham Lincoln audio animatronic by Garner Holt Productions that is pushing the limits of realism in preparation for the day robots overthrow the human race. Alright, so maybe not that far, but if it happens to be true, I for one welcome our robot overlords, and if it's not true, then I probably just need to get some sleep. We are approximately three weeks away from the chalk walk, and we have raised our goal one last time before the event. We are trying to raise $3,500, and as of this episode, we are just under $2,900. If you would like to help our team by making a donation or by making a donation to one of our team members, you can head over to chalkwalk.org slash teamboatwillie. There you will find a list of all of our team members. You can click on a specific one if you want to donate just to a specific person, uh, or you can donate to the team in general. Uh, either way, it all goes to benefit Chalk. If you want a little bit more information, about what we are doing with Team Boat Willie, you can always go to podcateers.com. Up at the top in the menu, you will find a page for Team Boat Willie. You'll find more information there. And to everyone that is helping spread the word, fundraise, or has donated, thank you very, 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 very much. On the interwebs, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Just search for Podcateers. We would love it if you take a moment to like, follow, and subscribe to us. Before we get into the episode, I just want to remind you guys that Podcateers is brought to you by listeners just like you. We call those listeners our fairy godparents, and for as little as $1 per month or even a one-time contribution of $187.64, you too can be a fairy godparent. Just head on over to patreon.com slash or go to podcateers.com and click on the Patreon logo for more information. As always, a big thank you goes out to all of our fairy godparents for their added support. Another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon, start your journey by heading over to podcateers.com slash Amazon and clicking on the big Amazon logo before your next purchase. This is only going to take you a few extra seconds of your time, but it's really valuable to us because we get a small kickback from Amazon every time you guys do that before you make a purchase. So to everyone that's taking a couple extra seconds to go through that process, thank you very much. It really does help us out and we really appreciate it. So that is it. It is time to jump into this episode. Here is episode 164 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Can I ask you something? Sure. Why are you still posting Pokemon stuff? Uh, because it's relevant and people are playing. Are we and, not a Disney podcast? Uh, and everything else. This it's not just Disney. Dude, it's everything else. This has. It a, says it in the intro. Remember? Uh huh. Three slash two guys <laughs> talking about <laughs> art, music, uh-huh. pretty much anything we want. Pokemon. Pokemon. I, I don't remember Dude. hearing Pokemon in look, our intro. Look, I, I, not at all. I mean, Pokemon, I would love to play. You know, should I play it right now? You should play it right. Let now. me see. This is our podcast. Uh huh. This is our podcast. Two guys. guys. <laughs> uh huh. This is Pocketeers. I I didn't hear Pokemon. Pokemon is art. 
No. Pokemon is art because one. Uh, I'll give of, you it's a cartoon. All of the render. Oh, well, that's art. Cartoons uh-huh. are art. Right. So do we technically talk about it in the intro. So, yeah. Pokemon is art. And now it's a game. And I'm mm. still playing. Because I've been waiting for these legendaries since the game came out. Uh-huh. And I'm happy because of the four that are supposed to be released, I already have three of them. Um, and I'm sure there's only four people still playing. No, there's more than four. I don't there's know. There's more than four, especially considering how many people were out for the Chicago event that happened a few weeks ago. Even though it was an absolute mess mm-hmm. and the company could not get their junk together and they basically flubbed it all. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of people turned out. Thousands, if not oh. hundreds of thousands. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, dude. Thousands uh, of people showed up for sounds, the event. Sounds like an exaggeration. Read an article. Learn to read so you can read an article. <laughs> you have Google Alerts. Uh, it will tell you in the article. Those, aside from that. Those that read aside from that, aren't playing we this game. Have, aside from that, yeah. we have listeners slash fairy godparents that play Pokemon Go. So oh, well, how about that? Well, then I, I, I guess I'll stop talking. Well, then there you go. I would like to what? hear from them to see if they're still playing. You know, some sort of uh, read a blog post for Christ's <laughs> sake. So here's yeah. the thing. I kind of uh, play in these like little bursts, right? There's a bunch of people at work that are still playing. Right. And uh, especially now with the new functions where you have to work as a group to take down these gyms. It's no longer like one person. Nerds. <laughs> so. No, go ahead. So. Uh-huh. It sounds I'm, fascinating. I'm waiting for an insult because you made a face like you were trying to insult me. Uh, and the word uh-huh. came out as if you were trying to insult mm, me. No, not an insult at all. But I'm a nerd myself, so go for it. No, you're not. <laughs> or else you'd be playing Pokemon Go. Well, not that kind of nerd. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I play in these like spurts, right? Whenever there's something new happening, I'll play for a little while just to collect what's happening. Right. But I don't play like every single day. Like on a weekly basis, I'll probably fire it up like two or three times, depending on what area I'm going to be in. Mm-hmm. If I know I'm going to be able to catch something that I want. These right. last couple of weeks, I've played more because of the like the event that's happening with these Pokemon that we waited like a freaking year for. Sure. So uh, I want to make we, sure that I get that. We sure did. Like forever, I oh. was like, I was like, this oh. is never gonna come. I'm glad you feel like that These... because tons of people felt like that. <laughs> so I'm glad you felt like that oh, too. Yes, I I couldn't sleep. I was waiting for it. Really? Yeah, man. I, I slept great. No, I was like, ah, oh, that's kind of dumb. Dude. I need these. Pokemon. If, if you felt like that and you actually couldn't sleep, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> I was so excited. Wrong with you. Something's wrong with you. I was you. just so excited. You, know, you should get a life. <laughs> you should get a life. Because if you couldn't sleep over Pokemon. Dude, what's on the agenda today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, there was a couple of interesting things that I wanted to talk about this week. All right. First of all, I want to start with some corrections. Oh, uh, great. What did you say? <clears throat> Uh, so a couple things uh, mm-hmm. that were brought up to me mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Uh, apparently I said incorrectly. Oh. One of them being that when we talked about the phantasmic food thing, uh, I mentioned that as part of the meal, we got that little tart, that little like pie looking thing, the, the dessert. I'm sure. Uh, Lynette said that we got that separately. 
She actually paid for that. It was not part of the actual meal. Oh, I see. So you saw your meal and you said, this is not enough. I need this little extra dessert. I didn't buy it. She did. Oh, okay. I was not even there. I was taking photos when oh, she was doing uh-huh. that. So she bought the dessert Okay. as, you know, for, for the family. She got okay. two of them so we can share, like one with one for me and one of the boys and one for her, one of the boys, right? Okay. And But in the episode where we talked about it, I said that it came with the food. I it does see. not come with the food. Got so it. I just want to make that correction. It is a separate item that you purchase. Yeah. And the other thing at was Hazen, what is it? Hazen uh, at Javier at podcasters.com no, for all no. complaints. I I don't I don't give misinformation like you. That's because so. you don't give any damn information. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I wanted to talk about was Did you uh, hear about Pokemon? <laughs> what? It's back? It's totally back. And it's never going away. What? Ever. I should start playing. <laughs> you should. I how many Pokemon do you have? Um, five. <laughs> That's a great start. Uh, really? Because I've been playing forever. <laughs> that, that's amazing. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to correct is in, you know, we recently talked about, you know, the Disneyland Railroad coming back and John Lasseter right. coming and how our friends Melissa and Jill were all at the park celebrating Jill's birthday. And when I was being told this story i heard this story from a couple different people and it was a very similar story from two different days and i apparently mixed the two stories Mm. into one story when i retold it so you mixed the truth with the lie no they were both true and you told the lie though no they were both true they were both true that mixed up into Mm. one ball of hazen got all screwed up got it and i retold the story Ah. so i think i mentioned that melissa and everybody got kicked off the train because john lasseter was getting on that was incorrect that happened but not to them they saw john lasseter at Ah. the park but had nothing to do with getting kicked off the train Ah. And so, okay. uh, again, apo- mm-hmm. I, I want to apologize to all the trains that all I offended trains, with that yes, story. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I completely, this. I completely misunderstood both stories. Right. Mixed them all up. But I didn't want to correct it. Thank you. From oh, you're all, welcome. From all the trains. I'm, you're welcome. Thank you. you know, I knew you would appreciate it. Yes. You know, because. I preach. <laughs> and it's back. <laughs> all right. Well. All right, so that was a thing. Uh-huh. All right, your turn. My turn? What is this? Tag team? Sure. Here, give me Tag a... me in. Yeah. All right. Oh, no, tag me out. All right, ready? Tag me out. All, All right. right. Wait, so that technically you're back in. Oh, man, tag me out again. All right. All right. Swanton Bomb! <laughs> so I found this article, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about it, okay? I took some notes, and I brought it to... The podcast, okay? Wait, you did homework for I, once? I, for once. Whoa. Dude, I need to step up my game now that it's Whoa. two. <laughs> two guys talking about. <laughs> oh. So, uh, there's going to be this uh, five-film Princess Marathon coming to theaters, okay? Uh, like here in California? I think it's like all over, to be honest with you. Oh, because AMC is actually doing this and they and they uh, join forces with Disney and they're like, oh, you know, can we get some princess movies? And they're like, yeah, sure. Why not? And they're going to do this marathon and they call it the Dream Big Princess in selected theaters. 
<laughs> in selected theaters. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, beginning September fifteenth. Uh, this is when these marathons are going to start. Uh, unfortunately, I guess it's just going to run for about a, a week. So tickets are now for sale. So get your tickets on. Get your tiaras. Start your Princess Disney bounding. Grab your Princess dresses. Because here's the lineup. Beauty and the Beast. Mulan. Tangled. The Princess and the Frog, which I've never seen. And I can't wait to do this. Hopefully I can get some tickets. And Brave. Oh, that's interesting because the El Capitan Theater is doing something very similar. Okay. But only with a couple of those movies. Because, you know, the El Capitan brings back all these old movies, right? right. I think the, the next one that's slated is the week that we're releasing this podcast, like August 10th, I think, is uh, uh-huh. Tron. Just okay. like the regular uh, 2D version of Tron. Right. And then, actually, I think they're doing a marathon. They're doing Tron and Tron Legacy. On oh, the same day. Okay. And then uh, they're bringing back like the Goofy movie at the end of August what? or like the first week of September. I need to see the Goofy movie. Yeah, it's coming back to the El Capitan. So remember how we went to see Cars? They had like the show and all that uh-huh. other stuff. That's part of the package, Got I it. think. Okay. Uh, I'd have to research it. I could put the information in the blog post for the episode. Okay. Uh, oh, we'll retract it next slash Or I'll retract it next week. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the two. <laughs> right. Um. But I know that they're bringing back these movies, and uh, I think, like, the first week of September through, like, the first or second week of October, okay, they're bringing back uh, Princess and the Frog, Brave, Tangled, and Moana to the El Capitan. So okay. it's funny that they're not doing the same ones that AMC is doing. Yeah, because uh, they're, they're bringing, what is it, Mulan. You know, I've never seen Mulan either. And Beauty and the Beast, you know, right. those are two classics. So it's funny that they decided to to switch it up with Moana. Right. I mean, it just depends on what experience you want, right? Mm-hmm. What if you don't have movie passes for AMC? Let's say I have some for Regal Cinemas. Sure. Are they doing the same thing because... They also serve beer there. <laughs> so I would like to go there, sit in a recliner, mm-hmm. have a drink, watch a film. Look, I'm not telling you this, but you can have your wife uh, bring a big purse and throw in some beverages. I do But not, I'm not telling you this. I do not condone that activity, I, Nor sir. do I. I do not support that. No. Uh, that is not something that I would do. Right. Because I would wink, much rather wink. pay $40 for <laughs> a bag of popcorn and right. a Coke uh-huh, that uh-huh. is overly watered down and right. full of ice. Sure. So I, I'm not sure exactly what you are suggesting. No, no, no. no. I, so these tactics that you right. are suggesting, I will not partake Again, in. Again, just a suggestion, but I... I am. I don't encourage oh, this. Okay, gotcha. I don't encourage this okay. whatsoever. I'm just saying you can have your wife bring a big purse and fill it with goodies, okay. uh, beverages, whatever you would like. But of course, you wouldn't do that. I appreciate the suggestion, uh-huh. but no, I will not do that. No. Okay. Again, I'll stick to spending forty dollars. Mm-hmm. On a bag of popcorn. Right. And an overly watered down Coke. Right. But thanks anyway. Yeah, no problem. So back to the movies. Back to the movies. <laughs> uh, I'm down. I need to see this. Uh, a few of those films I've never seen, actually. Never seen Mulan. I've never seen Brave. And I've never seen Princess and the Frog. I have all the DVDs for those. Well, then, 
You just took the whole fun out of this whole event. Well, no, I didn't. The whole thing is about seeing it in the theater. No, I didn't because I never said I was going to let you borrow them. Uh, that's what you were implying. No, I said I have them, which means I could watch them whenever I want. I don't like you, sir. <laughs> no, you love me. <laughs> I'm just saying uh-huh. I'm not going to let you borrow them because mm-hmm. if I because remember, I back. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I still have... you still have Harry Potter DVDs right. that belong tomorrow. Nope, they're mine now. <laughs> uh, the event actually sounds really cool. Right. Uh, there are a couple of films that I wouldn't mind seeing on the big screen because there's at least two that I never saw on the big screen. Right. Uh, I never saw Princess and the Frog or Tangled mm. at the movies. I saw them both when they were but you've already seen them, released. Though. I've seen them, right. but I already saw them when they were released mm. on Blu-ray. Right. So I think the experience of watching them at the movie theater mm-hmm. would be kind of cool. Right. Uh, I-, I don't know if it's like meetup material because it's like right in the middle of the week right Mm. uh yeah yeah so i don't know if many people would be up for doing like a movie meetup for Mm. any of those and it's also around the corner tickets already on sale yeah Uh, i feel like it's a little late now yeah thanks for bringing this like to the table (laughs) like a month after it was announced javier listen people could still get the tickets i'm saying it's too late for a meetup that's all i'm saying well, then there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll go ahead and we'll put the links to the movie theaters and the rest of the information as far as where they're going to be playing, what days they're going to be playing uh, in the blog post for the episode. So go ahead and check out podcasters.com slash 164 for more information if you guys are interested. And if you guys end up going to one of these screenings, send us a comment or, you know, leave a message in the blog post for the episode. Let us know if there was an actual experience that went along with it, like the one that I saw with cars where they had like the, you know, pre-show and everything, like the stunts on the bicycles and the roller skates and all sorts of stuff. Uh, I don't think they would do the same thing. Just use different lights. I don't see why not for the princesses. Like you nah. would, you would think they would do something different. I At would least hope. You so. hope I would hope they so. would do something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, if you guys end up doing that, you know, record a memo on your phone. Just use the voice recorder app and email that to comments at podcasters.com, and you know, maybe we can play it in a future episode. Tag us on photos. That too. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Speaking of meetups, mm-hmm. how awesome would it be if we had the opportunity to actually rent out a venue inside of Disneyland for a Podcasters meetup? This sounds too awesome to believe. You know Tomorrowland, how when I you're do. exiting uh, Space Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, over on the left hand side, there's like the Starcade. Yes, right. I used to play there all the time. Yeah, and. For a long time, it was kind of closed, and then they did AP days, and they had, like, the AP day section. Oh, I had no idea they did AP days. There. That Well, that's where they did the last oh, one, okay. where they did, like, the theme for the Main Street Electrical Parade so and everything. So that whole room was gutted of all the arcades by Pretty then? Pretty much. Was it? Yeah. Okay. They had, for AP days, they actually had the Fix-It Felix uh, mm. game, mm-hmm. and I think they had one other one. I forgot what it was. But, yeah, they basically gutted it, and it's just kind of sitting there right Right. it's not really an arcade anymore right just a a couple of weeks ago there was an article in the disney blog saying that now you can rent out the starcade for private events interesting yep it holds up to 200 guests 
That's all I need for, you know. Well, look, considering we have 13 listeners, <laughs> okay, right. we don't even need the whole thing. We just need like a table. Right. Right? Yes. We could all sit at the table. Uh-huh. And then maybe it's more than it's more than 13 now because I know this for a fact because we have 17 members of Team Boat Willie. Nice. So we technically have 17, now 13. Moving on up, buddy. We lost one podcaster, uh, but... <laughs> <laughs> But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we made it up with listeners. Um, so, yeah. So, you basically rent out the Starcade now uh-huh. for up to 200 people. And they try to sell it. Like, I think the verbiage on the blog post is like, it's, it's think of it as a blank canvas that can be drastically transformed mm-hmm. to accommodate a wide variety of themes, decor, and entertainment. Basically, what they're trying to tell you uh-huh. is there's a bunch of gray walls, a yeah. bunch of tables. Decorate how right. you want. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, and they do have Disney catering mm-hmm. available for food, for drinks, and all that stuff. I don't know exactly what the price is right now, mm-hmm. but I want to call and ask because how awesome would it be if we can actually do – like, I know we're kind of joking about it, but right. how cool would it be if we actually did a Pocketeers event there? I'm down. You know, uh, I don't know what we would do. I don't know if you can bring in other things where we could do like a screening of something like a like a film there or I mean, it's a Disney film. We're at a Disney park. Like, why not? Right. Right. So I think I'm going to try to get some more information and to see what it would cost and see because I know there's other other uh, podcasts and stuff that have done stuff like this before. Like Nostalgia actually sold tickets to rent out the Tahitian Terrace. Shut up. To kind of revive it for one night. And they had like all the food. They had the dancers there and stuff like that. And, you know, to be able to do those types of events would be cool. But Disney doesn't really do that stuff anymore. Right. So the fact that they have the Starcade available for this is kind of cool. One thing that I thought was, eh, you know, kind of nickel and diming was even though you're getting in for the event, you're still responsible for your own ticket or pass into the park. Mm. So just because you make it into the Starcade doesn't mean you necessarily go into the park. I think that as part of the event, it would be nice if they kind of gave you the one day pass. Right. But who wants Disney to lose money? Right. Because (laughs) think about it. If you're already renting out the venue, you're spending money on food and all that stuff. More than likely, if those people go out into the park, guess what? Yes, they're going to stand in lines. Yes, they're going to ride, but they're probably going to buy merchandise. They're probably Mm going to buy more food, Mm -hmm. ice cream, churros, popcorn, you know, turkey legs. I mean, that's what I want after a full dinner, right? Sure. Like full dinner, boom, turkey legs. More leg, turkey. Right? Dessert. Yeah. So, Dessert. <laughs> so, you know, the fact that they're not including this pass, I think, you know, I think mm. it, is, it is a little nickel and diming, but, you know, they know why they do that. You know, they do have an entire land so let's... On, on the galaxy's edge <laughs> that they're building right now. <laughs> so maybe that's why. Hmm, I don't know if I feel about this. So let's just say somebody has, I don't know, like a, a, some nightmare before Christmas themed wedding reception. Do they go home after that? If there's I mean, no they have the Disney option to tickets? purchase. They have the option to purchase a pass for the day. Wow. I mean, I don't know if they're going to offer discounted passes. That's like teasing. As, Kind of. I don't know if they're eventually going to offer, or if they do. Like mm-hmm. I, like I said, I don't have more information on this. They might very well already have started saying, okay, well, if you rent out the venue, if you have 200 people, right. we'll give you a discount, and you can buy a one-day pass for like 79 bucks. 
you know, which is like mm. what the chalk walk discount is. Or, right. There you know, you go. I don't know what the exact discount uh-huh. is, but there is a discount, you know, when you purchase a, a pass right. with like your chalk walk bracelet, for instance. Right. Uh, they could very well do the same thing for this. Because what day does the chalk walk? Is it a Sunday? It's a Sunday. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but might be worth it since I'm blocked. Actually buy it. Yeah. You know, since we're on the topic of the chalk walk, we'll we'll go back to what we're talking about in just a moment. Sure. But since we're talking about the chalk walk, to everybody that is going to be walking this part of Team Boat Willie. Get your shirts. <laughs> a lot of people have gotten their shirts. Okay, we good. just want to say thank you. It's gonna be an awesome experience. Uh just seeing the entire team walking together that day. Right. You know, we have uh, some friends and fairy godparents that have purchased shirts, that uh, have made donations to the team, that aren't necessarily going to be able to be there, like our good friends and fairy godparents, Anitza and Juan, and their daughter, Sophia. Mm-hmm. They're going to be on vacation that week. Mm-hmm. You know, it was something that they had planned already, so they weren't right. able to walk, but they were able to donate to the team. Okay. Uh, our pals I'll up take north, the donation. Uh, Emily, Louie, and their brand new baby, Adeline. Congratulations, by Congratulations. the way. They bought their team boat willy shirts we featured them on the instagram account not oh, too okay. long ago oh and it wasn't part uh uh what is it it wasn't pokemon i'm happy no, oh my god you gotta give it up on the pokemon <laughs> thing uh but yeah they all got team boat willy shirts nice. the baby looks absolutely adorable wait in that little team boat willy shirt there's baby shirts yeah dude a they, baby there's like yeah, we have shirts in all sizes for Team Vote Willie. No way. Yeah, it was the no idea. cutest thing. So when we reposted the picture. I'm making one uh, just for babies. It's going to be the, the chalk crawl. The chalk crawl. Come I on. don't think you can take the, the chalk thing. something because technically <laughs> chalk owns the name chalk. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they sent us a message saying that they're going to be walking on that day. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. once again, thank you to everybody that has donated, that has become a team member, that has spread the word, that has just tweeted it out, shared it on Facebook, uh, done things on Instagram. Like our friend Jill, you know, who owns Mama Bear's Cozy Corner, she's been selling some of the items oh, okay. at a discount that she normally sells and then applying all of that to Team Boat Willie. Nice. So, uh, make sure that you follow her on Instagram. A, a bunch of our friends are doing this. And any of them that are featuring, you know, things on their instagram to sell we'll just go ahead and we'll put in the blog post i know for a fact jill is doing it but if there's any more of you shoot us a message we'll feature it in the blog post and uh thank you guys for the support uh we we absolutely have no words for everything that's been happening so thank you guys keep it up uh oh and everybody that walks as part of the team that day Uh we're all gonna go have breakfast together uh we don't know where we're gonna go eat yet we're still trying to figure it out but we have a couple of chat groups for all of the members of team boat willie if you guys are not a member of that group but you are a member of team boat willie on the chalk walk page shoot us a message on instagram and then we will go ahead and we will add you so you know all of the information about where we're going to be and stuff like that and uh yeah i got it what's up the character breakfast at the plaza inn i'm down all of us how are you gonna get into the park oh yeah ah all right i think of another ah what's the so roscoe's chicken and waffles (laughs) it is so after we're done with the chalk walk we'll walk to roscoe's chicken and waffles well it depends how tired i am it's pretty far then we'll drag you all right we'll drag you sadness style (laughs) <laughs> just put one leg in the air yes. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Starcade, uh, if we ever get the opportunity, I think it would be awesome to rent out the venue. Yeah, totally. Obviously, we would have to sell tickets mm. because, quite frankly, we can't afford it. No. But yes. if we come up with something cool to do, like a screening or something, dinner and all that stuff, that's that's a part of it. Right. You know, I think we can make it happen. Okay. So we, Oh, we can show a screening of our uh, college movies that we, we made together. Remember those? I'm pretty sure nobody wants to watch that. <laughs> I don't want to watch that. <laughs> Come on. They were amazing. I don't want to watch they that. They were awesome. No, they weren't. They were masterpieces. No, they weren't. Come on. Now I'm going to go with You're Delirious. Look. Look. Bear with me. We wrote it. We acted in it. We directed it. We filmed it. And then Hazen edited it. <laughs> and we're late to the premiere. <laughs> Dude, let's not even go there. That's just that just that's burns. A, that's let's, another story. Yeah. It's another time. Maybe at the breakfast we'll talk about there it. There you go. All right. That's a good one. All right. So moving on. Sure. There was something that I wanted to talk about, and it's kind of taking the internet by storm, really. Oh, is it? Uh, I first heard about this film from our pals over at the Animation Station podcast. You know, Gavin and Josh talked about this. It's a short student film okay. called In a Heartbeat. Okay. When I first saw them posting about it and stuff like that, uh, I thought, okay, well, I'll check it out. I bookmarked it, and I thought, you know, I'll just go watch it, you know, whenever I have time. Are these the drawings that Gavin was putting up? Yes. So ah. those were the those were the characters that he was doing. Got it. And they're from this film. Okay. Now, here's the thing about this film. One, it's very, very Pixar-esque, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the animation style, the storytelling, it's very much like something you would see from Pixar. Okay. And I think one of the things that is really impressive about it is that there's absolutely no dialogue in the film the entire thing is silent the only thing that you have Mm -hmm. are the emotions that these characters are portraying Uh and the music in the background okay have you seen the film yet no you haven't seen it okay so i'm I'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna post a video in the blog post for the episode over at podcasters.com slash 164 if you guys haven't seen it yet okay uh but the entire story revolves around these two boys that are in middle school. Okay. And one of the boys is very enamored with the other one. Oh, and I see. His heart basically mm-hmm. takes control of his emotions and it uh-huh. pops out of his chest. It rips like out of his chest. Yeah. It starts chasing the other boy. Is it bloodier? No, no, no. It's it's, it's like a cute little heart. Basically. Oh, okay. It's not like this. But dude, it's not a Halloween movie. Okay? <laughs> but it starts Halloween. following this other boy. Can't right? wait. Yeah. And it's... It's basically following him because, you know, it feels that he the heart loves. Something. Yeah, it's got a crush, you know, uh-huh. and it's following its heart. That's the message. You know, follow your heart, basically, uh, right? The boy is following his heart to what he wants. Yeah. But the problem is that he's in middle school yeah. and he's afraid of being outed because uh, he's chasing another boy. Right. Uh, and I don't want to give too much away from the film it, because one is very short. It's like four minutes long. Right. But it was a very, very darling film. I enjoyed it. I think that these two students did an amazing job on it. Uh, the students were Beth David and Esteban Bravo. Okay. Uh, and they did it as part of like this senior thesis. I think there were students at a, a college in Sarasota, Florida. Okay. And... 
uh, they originally started like a Kickstarter campaign and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, at one point, they came out to LA and did like a live score. No way for the film, That's which was cool. pretty awesome. And I think it took them like eighteen months to put the entire thing together. Wow, and That's so actually pretty quick. Yeah, the the visuals I think are very well done. Uh, the, you it, said the quality is really good. The quality is amazing. Okay. It's like, I mean, it's not as photorealistic mm-hmm. as, let's say, Piper or anything like that. Right. But it's very reminiscent of these shorts that you would see, mm. you know, before a film. Okay. I think they did a fantastic job with it. And uh, like I said, it's taking the internet by storm right now. It's just uh, a really nice message. If you guys have taken a look at the film, you know, leave a comment in the blog post for the episode. Tell us what you guys think about it. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I'll show it to you once okay. we're done recording. Cool. I, I don't want to have to fire up the computer just to show it to you because <laughs> it's crazy hot in here. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, again, really nice film. Right. Check it out. Tell us what you guys think. Leave us a comment in the blog post or Instagram, Facebook, whatever you guys want. Cool. All right. So, another video that I saw, and I know you've seen this because you commented on it. Did I? Oh, yeah. The Lincoln bust. Yes. Okay. Oh, my. Yes. I know. Okay. So I'm, like, so excited about this because... Freaky. Right? Okay. So Garner Holt Productions. For a lot of you, that name is going to sound very familiar. And for a lot of you, that name is going to be like, what? What is that? Garner Holt Productions is a company out in San Bernardino, California. San Bernardino. San Bernardino. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of you know already that a lot of what happens in the parks, a lot of what's built in the parks is built by Disney Imagineering. Right. But with all the projects that Disney Imagineering has going on, they can't always do everything themselves. In-home. Right. So what they do is they contract these external sources that are good at what they do Mm -hmm. to help with the production of these you know, projects. Garner Holt Productions is very well known for their amazing work with audio animatronics. Okay. As a matter of fact, their footprint is kind of all over Disneyland and California Adventure. I was going to say, not to put you in a spot, uh, what have they done like in films that, that you could give me an example of their work? Well, I don't know for like TV or commercials, but I know that they've done stuff for like resorts in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. Like little animatronics that are part of the casinos and stuff. Mm. Garner Holt started making animatronics for Chuck E. Cheese. No way. You know, so the singing <laughs> rats and stuff like the bands and stuff. That right, are Chuck right, e. Cheese, right. Like, Happy birthday. Yeah. Like they started making those uh, a cool. long time ago. And they do stuff for theme parks like around the world. Like it's mm-hmm. not just like Disneyland or California Adventure. They've done the Calico Mines at uh, Knott's Berry Farm yeah. uh, a couple of years ago when they renovated the entire thing. Okay. Garner Holt was in charge of recreating all those oh, animatronics. So they they basically refurbished that entire ride. That's cool. They've actually done stuff for the U.S. Marines. Like so, What cap- do they need robots for? What they do is they create these townspeople animatronics, and so they go through immersive training where they're mm. popping up, you know, to train to right. not shoot civilians. Yeah. Right? So it's basically sharpening their their shooting skills. Right. So they've created animatronics for these immersive training experiences as well. As far as inside of Disneyland, uh, like I said, their footprint is kind of all over everything, right? Because... There's a very familiar overlay, mm-hmm. you know, that Garner Holt is responsible for. And that is Don't tell me. the Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, overlay. see, I thought you were going to be uh, talking about uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy ride. 
No, no, that's not an overlay. That is basically a takeover. No, no, no. I thought maybe uh, they did the the fox or a rocket or something. Rocket? Yeah. Uh, no, I think that was done by Imagineering. Yeah. Yeah, that was Imagineering. But, yeah, they basically did the entire Haunted Mansion overlay. Like, nice. they were contracted to do everything from the, the big, like, wreaths that you see in the mm-hmm. stretching room to the Jack animatronic, Oogie Boogie. Uh, the latest thing that they did, obviously, a couple years back uh, was they created Sally for when it came into oh, the mansion nice. last year. Okay. They did Good job, by the way. a bunch of – yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a bunch of the figures in Cars Land that are part of Radiator Springs oh, Racers. Okay. Cool. They also put together uh, as part of the Yeti project mm-hmm. that took like about a decade you know, <sighs> for them to learn a bunch of technology. Right. We now have Herald 2.0 no inside of the Matterhorn. Way. Garner Holt was responsible for nice. the new Yeti. Uh, and of course, uh, one of the most iconic things in the rivers of America mm-hmm. is a fire-breathing dragon. <laughs> Garner Holt is also <laughs> responsible for the Maleficent dragon nice. in Fantasmic. Cool. So their footprint, like I said, is all over the park you know they've done some really amazing animatronics and so this is actually just the beginning because uh, now that they kind of have the technology for the lincoln uh uh, they they want to build this entire series called the living faces of history and they started off with lincoln obviously but they're gonna do like thomas edison mark twain uh, benjamin franklin and eleanor roosevelt uh, are next as far as trying to recreate them and use this new like technology right audio animatronic technology has come a long way from the first audio animatronics that we saw for the tiki room and then the realistic things that we saw in pirates of the caribbean and all these other things right Right. when you look at the pirates on that attraction you know it's basically a molded face you see a mouth move a little bit you see eyeballs just kind of you know you you don't see muscle structure you know you don't see wrinkles and very smooth they're they're very dead marionette or puppet like Mm -hmm. basically garner holt has been pushing the limit with these audio animatronics to make them more realistic. Mm-hmm. I think it was Imagineering that created the Ariel for Ariel's Undersea Adventure. Okay. One of the challenges that you have with audio animatronics is uh, making sure that they move in a fairly organic way. Right. But at the same time, the skin that's on these audio animatronics has to be able to withstand the test of time, right? Right. And originally, when they opened Ariel's Undersea Adventure, that was one of the biggest problems with Ariel. Which was what? The skin was breaking? Yeah, it was kind of breaking apart. It was Mm. falling apart. Like, it was sagging. It just didn't look good. Like, it looked kind of scary. And so, when you try to create something lifelike, it's one of the things that you run into. Now, uh, Garner Holt, you know, while they're you know, preparing to create all these audio animatronics. They obviously have all these proprietary blends of like silicone and everything. The Lincoln has a proprietary blend of silicone. Okay. And one of the hardest things to do with a human face is, you know, the human face has 43 muscles. Right. You know, that help you create all the different expressions, sad, happy, mad, you know, disgust. Like when I look at you, it's a lot of different muscles that are trying to create these emotions. Sure. Or these expressions. Right. You know, this this Lincoln seems to simulate very close to all 43 of those muscles. <laughs> uh, scary like. Yeah. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh, it's you know, kind of. It, it's not perfect, but it's so good that it 
it's almost scary. Uncanny Valley. Have you heard of that before? No. So Uncanny Valley is this phenomenon that happens where things can look almost as realistic as like in a picture. If it was a standstill picture, you would probably think that is a real thing, a real person in a real scenario. Right. But there's just something about it that's uneasy because it just moves awkward. It just there's always something that doesn't allow you to fully believe that it is a real person that right. you're watching. Mm -hmm. That's where that uncanny valley, that uneasiness that you feel. Mm -hmm. And this Lincoln is kind of bordering on like real life uncanny valley, right? right? Because all of the expressions look so yes. good and it's so fast, which has a lot to do with the technology. Like I was reading something that Garner wrote where uh, he talks about how audio animatronics generally move at like 32 frames per second. Mm -hmm. But the Lincoln audio animatronic moves at a rate of 1,000 frames per second Get out of here. in order to give it that fluidity that it needs. Right? That's crazy, and dude. There's, there's one thing, and I know nobody from Garner Holt is listening, but if they are, mm -hmm. I'm just going to say – the eyes are always the giveaway, mm. you know, and I'm sure that they know this. They don't need me to mm -hmm. tell them this. But for me, the eyes are always the giveaway because eyes, although the irises look great, mm -hmm. you know, the rest of the eyeball isn't as white as these fake eyeballs are in these audio animatronics. Okay. And because they basically look like shiny cue balls. You know, that have an iris sure. on it. Yeah. There's something weird about it. Like, they don't look squishy. They look <laughs> they look round and, like, they You're look like a cue ball. No, but that's the thing. You I think want that... want to play pool right now. You're because, like, when weird. the Lincoln... No, dude, think about it. That is when so minor. When the Lincoln is opening the eyes. Yes. Like, you see these, like, big round uh -huh. eyeballs, like, yeah. sticking out. It looks very odd. And it looks odd because eyeballs don't do that. Uh, you see what I mean? No. Even when you open your eyes as wide as possible, most people cannot pull that expression off. Uh -huh. And because it's little things like that, like overstretching certain expressions uh -huh. uh, and the eyeballs not looking squishy, I think that has a lot to do with how realistic something is going to look to you. You know what I think it is? It's that you know he's a robot. So it's messing with you. I think his eyeballs looked great. No, they they're too perfect. They're too perfect? They're too perfect. They're too white. They're just too... They don't look like human eyes. They look exactly like human no, eyes. No, the irises look like human eyes. Everything else does not look like a human I eye. I bet you in person, like, here's it's going to look here's amazing. The thing. You know what I think? Honestly, I think that when you look at the human eye from mm -hmm. a profiler from the front, the eye looks oblong. It mm -hmm. doesn't look round. Okay. And when you look at these audio animatronics, the eye looks round. That's what bugs me. I think if you made it look a little more oblong and squishy, it would look so much better. Um, you're crazy, and that's it. No. But okay. Dude, here's it what I'm gonna do. Great. It does look great. I'm not taking anything away from it. I think it looks fantastic. I mean, I agree with you. It's it's not a hundred percent human like. Okay, it's not. Right. 
but it has nothing to do with the eyes. It has everything to do with the eyes. No. When you first meet somebody, when you connect with them, you connect with them through their eyes. Mm-hmm. That is how you make a connection with somebody. And if the eyes have a disconnect mm-hmm. inside, you're either going to reject that as, yes, this is a person or thing I want to continue talking to, mm-hmm. or yes, that's a robot. Or, yes, that is a human that I want to interact with. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? No. And the eyes are a dead giveaway. Okay, we're going to disagree. Because All I right. think the, the eyes looked fine. Uh, I, have, I have no idea what you're talking about squishy. Because it's not like you're touching other people's eyeballs to know if they're a real eyeball. Come over here. Come over here. <laughs> if they're a real eyeball or cue balls. Come here for a second. Even people that have uh, fake eyes, you you normally cannot tell if they're fake or not. No, yes, you can. I don't know. Yes, you can. Not always. Yes, you can. I doubt it. At least every one that I've seen, and that's a total of two. (laughs) Yes, you can. Well, is it because one eye is real and one eye is not? But if both were fake, I bet you wouldn't be able to tell. But they wouldn't be able to see. Yeah, of course not. And then you would be able to tell. (laughs) I think you know my point. No. That because one is real, one is fake, you're able to uh, uh, see that obviously one is fake. In this Lincoln, they're both obviously fake. So they're both look realistic. Uh, you know, I know the point. I can see the point that you're trying to make here. I just think you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. No. And you don't want it to admit it. Anymore. All right, look. I'm going to throw the video up in the blog post, okay? It's squishy. Dude, you don't understand. (laughs) Whose eyes look squishy? Everybody's eyes look and feel squishy. No, when you touch it, yes. But you're not touching people's eyeballs from afar. They don't look perfectly round. That's what I'm saying. No, because everyone has a different facial uh, expression and eyes and eyelids. Nobody's eyes look perfectly round. Nobody's. Nor did uh, Lincoln. But and this one they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. They when he look... opens his eyelids, they are perfectly round spherical eyeballs. Yeah, everyone's eyes look like that when they are bulging out of their their sockets. No, they don't. Mm-hmm. No, they don't. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna post the video mm-hmm. in the blog post for the episode. Okay. So Pocketeers.com/slash/164. I want you guys to go take a look at this video and keep in mind, I think the animatronic looks absolutely stunning. It does. Okay. They did a fantastic job of programming all these facial features. It moves super fast and looks just amazing. Mm -hmm. But again, to me, the giveaway of is this bordering on possibly human or is it an audio animatronic is the eyeballs. And for I'm not going to restate all the reasons, uh-huh. but take a look at the video. And if you guys agree, just leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. You could do it in the Instagram post, Facebook, or send us an email, and we'll read it in the next episode. And if you guys think I'm absolutely crazy, tell me I'm absolutely crazy. You You're know, bonkers. I want to know what you guys think about this. Yeah. I don't believe Javier. You, you are completely bonkers. I don't believe Javier because, quite frankly, you know, it's Javier. Uh-huh. But, yeah, you know. I, I trust what the listeners think. Uh, yeah, until you agree with me, then you're like, oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. You just refuse to accept when I'm right. And in this case, if everybody says that I'm wrong, mm-hmm. I'm still not going to agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> because it's how I feel about the audio mm-hmm. animatronic. It's what makes me feel whether or not it looks human. 
Mm-hmm. And to me, the eyeballs are what makes it look human or not. Here's a relevant question. Are these the same people that made the Avatar girl? Because uh, I think that was it seemed very, very similar uh, facial expressions and facial movements uh, that they accomplished with Lincoln. It, it could very well be. I mean, the entire Lincoln project is part of this like decade long project that they that they've been doing uh, called the Expressive Head Project. Mm-hmm. And the Yeti was a big part of it because with the Yeti, they were able to kind of nail down a lot of the facial features that they wanted. They learned a lot about the technology and then they implemented it for this new Lincoln. Okay. So I don't know if the characters from um, that they put in Pandora were right. made by Garner Holt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could try to find out. Sure. But uh, as we'll far right as back. I know, <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not that that simple. Uh, but as far as I know, uh, I'm going to say I don't know. Right. Because I, I really don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty did, excited. Did her eyes look squishy to you? They don't need to because she doesn't look human. Mm-hmm. She is from another planet. Mm-hmm. There is a lot that you can give away when you're not trying to actually portray a human. That wasn't my question. Animatronic. I said, do they look squishy? It doesn't matter to me. Do they look squishy? Yes, they didn't. <laughs> it doesn't matter because sure they're not does, trying to make trying her to... human. No, but they're trying to make her look realistic. That's my no, thing. No, 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 no. Yes. The purpose of the Lincoln is not to make it look realistic. It's to make it look human. That's what realistic means, no, to make no, them no, no, look no. human. Photorealistic and making something look human are two totally different things. Dude, you're being too technical. This this current 3.0 Lincoln. It's 2.0. This is the second phase. Oh, this is only second? This is the second phase. And does it look human to you? It's realistic, but not human-like. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, dude. Whatever. Uh, it's two different things to me. Sure. That That's why I'm telling you. There's a differentiating factor there mm-hmm. where I could look at something. I could look at a picture, and that picture might fool me into thinking something was real. Mm-hmm. But as soon as I see it move, I'll immediately know, no, that doesn't feel human to me. It's mm-hmm. just a feeling that you have. And it's the difference between something just looking realistic and feeling human-like. You see what I mean? Sure. No, you don't. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, again, you guys take a look. You guys tell me what you guys think about it and leave a comment. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it. All right. Well, do you have anything else before we wrap up today's episode and you make me angrier? <laughs> With your with your way of thinking, <laughs> where's Mario when I need him? <laughs> a vacation or something. <laughs> Finding his island all by himself <laughs> with Jack. With Jack, yeah. With Johnny Depp, exactly. You got anything else though for real? No, I'm good. No, all right, all right. Well then, it's a good time to wrap up the podcast. All right, let's do um, it. Because at this point, I'm just gonna need a beer to calm down. <laughs> do I anger you? All the time. <laughs> Good. All the time. Nailed it. All right. So before we wrap up the episode, I do want to remind you that Podcasters is brought to you by listeners just like you. Aww. We like to call those listeners our fairy godparents. And if you would like to become a fairy godparent of our podcast, you can do so for as little as $100 a month <laughs> uh, just by going over to Podcasters.com. Make that clear. Make that clear. 
What? As low as a dollar. Oh, as low as a dollar. A dollar, oh, dollar. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you can do it for as low as a dollar just by heading over to podcasters.com and clicking on the Patreon logo or by going to patreon.com slash for more information. Uh, another great way to help us out is if you shop on Amazon. Amazon. Start your journey by going to podcasters.com slash Amazon first. Amazon. Click on the big Amazon logo. Big Amazon. <laughs> and anything that you get during that purchase will kick us down with a small commission as a thank you from Amazon because you went through our page first to everybody that is taking the time to use our link we truly appreciate it thank you guys so very much for that uh it really helps us out you know last week i received a message from one of my friends that was pretty excited because we talked about marty sklar and we talked about one little spark which is a book available on audible audible and so if you would like to listen to the book because you just don't have time to read you know you, right you want to mow the lawn you want to drive exactly you know you can't read a book while you're driving exactly you know or or walking some people can read while they're walking but then they might bump into something yeah no i don't right? recommend it no i don't either yeah but if you would like to listen to one little spark written by marty sklar i would you can get that book for free just what? by heading over to audibletrial.com slash podcateers or by going to podcateers.com and clicking on the Audible link. How many books can they select from? 180,000 plus titles. So from 180 plus 180,000 plus titles, one of them can be free through Podcateers. Correct. Nice. I know, right? Or yeah. I know. Wow. <laughs> we're awesome <laughs> Audible. oh you know what else is on there tell me ready player one you know what? we've been talking about it since yes. the movie's gonna come out and as much as i appreciate the fact that steven spielberg looks like he's going to be adding all of the elements of the book yes there is no replacement for reading the book because it is so damn good <laughs> get the book get the book get the book on audible yes and if you do audible. Use our link. Oh, it's it's a new one. Nice, sure one. Got it. You get a 30-day free trial. You get a free book, you know, just for trying it out. And if you decide to cancel it within the 30-day trial, mm-hmm. the book is yours to keep. Nice. So give it a shot. If you guys download it or any of the books that we talked about, let us know what you guys thought about it. Again, podcasters.com. Click on the Audible link. And uh, I would say tell them Podcasters sent you, but... There's no way to tell them that. <laughs> if you guys want to find us on any of the social networks, just search for Podcateers. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. Uh, if you don't know how to spell Podcateers, have you help me out for a second? Sure. P O D K E T double E R S. That's where we're going to leave it. Oh, I was going to sing. <laughs> so, right. Podcateers. 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 <laughs> Die, you got me. <laughs> All right. That is going to wrap it up for this episode. So, until next week, here's to be your shoes and make your ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Peace out. That's really the only thing that keeps me from, like, believing. Oh, snaps. There's a guy sitting... I'm shocked you didn't, you didn't catch my all snaps. Oh, no, I caught it. I was waiting for you to finish so that I can call you out on the fact that you said all, all snaps. snaps. <laughs>